brothers and sisters in Christ, we hear the words, this is my beloved son, listen to him. God the Father, the voice coming from within the cloud is telling us to listen to his son. What is Jesus, the son of God, telling us in this Lenten season? Well, it could be easier for us to answer that question than the apostles who were experiencing the transfiguration in the moment. Just prior to the moment of the transfiguration down the mountain somewhere, Jesus was asking his apostles, who do you say that I am? And Peter answered, inspired by the Father, said, the Messiah of God. Then Jesus said, don't tell anyone this. Jesus didn't want the crowd to take him off and make him a warrior king that would provide for the people. That's not his mission. He tells his apostles what his mission is. His mission is he will suffer. He will be rejected by the elders and the chief priests. He will be killed, but he will be raised on the third day. He follows this by telling his apostles, this is what it means to be my apostle, that you take up your cross daily and follow me. All of this could be confusing and disheartening to the disciples. When the transfiguration begins, Peter, James, and John are trying to overcome their sleeping, and Jesus is awake praying. They later awake to see the glory of Jesus and his conversation with Moses and Elijah. These three apostles are given a look into the fullness of the glory of God seen in Jesus. I think it's something necessary for them because later it would serve as a trigger for them, for their memories. During the aftermath of the trauma that would take place during Good Friday, a time when their hopes had been blocked by what they had seen and experienced and all that they hoped for that Jesus proclaimed may have come to an end in their minds. But. That's how it is with the apostles sometimes. They go up to the mountain, they see Jesus in his glory, but they compartmentalize that. They put it aside and they come down the mountain and they hear the predictions of Christ again about his passion and his death and resurrection. And it isn't until that moment that the resurrection takes place, that people come and report that to Jesus, to, um, to the apostles, that it triggers their memory and they remember what happened on Mount Tabor. Remember him in all his glory? That's what must have happened. That's what people are reporting. That's what his resurrection must look like. Let's go and see. So it's easy for us on this side of the resurrection to put all of that together. And it may be more difficult for the apostles during those moments, but it can be also sometimes confusing to us and disheartening. So what is Jesus telling us? What is Jesus telling us in this Lenten season? Well, I invite you to take a deeper look at this transfiguration, the transfiguration of Jesus to get an idea of what Jesus is telling us. Because what we're seeing in this reading, and it's read every year at Lent, is our focal point, where we're going. The transfigured Jesus, this is where we're going. That is our focus. And let's also concentrate on 
What does his, does his glory tell us about ourselves? St. Paul gives us some insight about what Jesus is telling us about the transfigured Jesus. He reminds us that our citizenship is in heaven. We are pilgrims in this life. Yes, this life has meaning. Absolutely, it has purpose. We are pilgrims being renewed like a pilgrim goes from holy site to holy site. We are being renewed in our holiness as we go along, as we travel forward towards that transfigured Jesus, towards our proper end, which is Jesus. We are being renewed in our ongoing conversion. When the journey becomes difficult, we can remember that we are yoked to Christ, attached to the one who has suffered and has had pain like we do. Christ who bared the cross for us bears our crosses with us. He tells us in Matthew that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. What makes it easy and light is the reality and the glory of the resurrected Christ. We too will have a glorified body when Christ comes again as our Savior, when he comes again at the, at the end of time as our Savior. Mount Tabor, that experience the apostles had, is not only for them, it's for us too. We also will experience that, transfigure Jesus in all his glory. And as we focus during this time of Lent, of penance and prayer, and fasting and almsgiving, and moving us to, towards conversion, we can hear what St. Paul says also about being imitators of Christ. He says, imitate me who is following Christ, but he's saying imitate Christ. And Christ is a person of prayer. Jesus prays that his disciples will understand and have faith in the mysteries of God. Paul too is asking the Philippians and us to stand firm in the Lord. Our prayers this Lenten season are prayers of humility to, and to, to see our dependence on God. We hear Paul's words during this time, during this time when we are working through penance and this time whenever we are moving towards conversion, we hear his words that the Lord loves us and longs for us and we are the Lord's joy and we are the Lord's crown. We're not left behind in this. He's right there with us, moving us along. And our own transformation that's taking place, our own becoming more like Christ in his glorified self, this will bring us into a more perfect love with him and with one another. And thinking about this question, what is Jesus telling us? about our Lenten journey, I return to the gospel to look at the reality that there are many competing voices in our, in our lives. Not every voice we hear is equal. And we can turn to the transfiguration once again for a demonstration of this. Peter doesn't fully understand what is happening. What he sees, he's trying to make sense of. He wants to build three tents, as if Jesus and Moses and Elijah are all on the same level. 
Well, it is true they are all a part of salvation history and from, the, and from the same prophetic line, but after hearing the instruction from God the Father, Jesus stands there alone. This is the one to listen to when competing voices are confusing us. This is our focal point. This is who is waiting on the horizon for us, whom we are journeying to. As we do our do penance and endure the cross and prepare ourselves to renew our baptismal promises, keep focused on the glorified Jesus. His transfiguration tells us that what the end of our earthly pilgrimage will look like. Like the apostles standing on the mountain in awe in the, of the glory that is to come, we won't want to leave either. We won't have to.